Welcome to our worship this morning here in the benefits of Driglinton and Gildersum and wherever you're joining us, whether it's on our Facebook pages, in our Facebook group or over on YouTube or via our website, you are most welcome as you join with us. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. We're still in the season of Easter. Easter seems to be disappearing fast into the rearview mirror. We're moving forward now towards Ascension and Pentecost that we will be celebrating here on uh, our streams over the next two or three weeks. But for this morning, we are continuing in our service to look at the readings in the book of Acts. And we hope that this will be something that will be encouraging and challenging and helpful for all of us. Let's bow our heads as we begin this morning. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first hymn this morning, our first song, is going to be Matt Redman's wonderful song, 10,000 Reasons, Bless the Lord, O My Soul. Sing. 
Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Well, today we are continuing to ask the question, what is church what is church really for we're looking at the readings in the book of acts that come along in the lectionary post easter and in these strange times when we're not able to meet in our buildings and normal worship has been put on hold for now we're having to think again aren't we about what it really means to be church now the mission of saint peter's and saint paul's is carried out in many and diverse ways we are two very different churches, very distinct from one another, but each united in the common goal of bringing the gospel of Jesus and the love of God to our own communities. And in these times where we have to be more creative and think outside the box, we nonetheless have that fundamental aim that we want the gospel to be meaningful and relevant and transforming for the people of Dridlington and Gilderson. And that's what we see in today's reading, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. A wonderful story of two of Jesus' disciples seeing how a man's life could be completely transformed by something powerful and utterly relevant and compelling, giving him a deeper experience of God than he could possibly have imagined at that time in his life. Peter and John are going to the temple to pray. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's the peak time, crowds of people coming in and out of the temple. And here's a man who's being placed there by his friends to beg for money. But the disciples don't have money to give him. Instead, they have something far more powerful to give him. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk says Peter and they help the man to his feet he's been healed he's able to walk he's able to jump around he's able to dance he's praising God his life has been changed beyond all recognition what an incredible turnaround in that man's life 
He'd expected very little that day, perhaps his begging bowl partly filled with coins, enough money to get by until the next day when he would come and beg again and so his life would have gone on. Now his life has been set on a completely new path, not by Peter and John, but by God and the power of God. So what do we have to learn from this story here in Dridlington and Gildersum in 2020? I think there's a lot of insights in this passage. I want to pick out three. Firstly this, we are called to reach out to the hurting in our community. Now this story comes pretty well immediately after Pentecost, a day when thousands of people became Christians and those people formed themselves into a, an early Christian community marked by worship and praise, breaking of bread. We thought about that last week. The church was going through an exciting period of growth. There were great crowds of people becoming Christians. But at heart, the Christian message isn't about crowds and numbers. And of course, we'd all love that in our churches, wouldn't we? We'd all love it if there were greater numbers, and that's important. But at heart, the gospel is about individuals, ordinary people, people like you and people like me. Because individuals matter to God. God is deeply interested in you and me as individuals. And our mission as a church at heart is to reach individuals, individual lives, each with its own story, each with its own issues, each with its own problems, and allow the love of God to flow into the lives of individuals. It may be people with physical illness, suffering from grief or broken relationships, loneliness, fear or isolation that many are feeling right now. We don't have silver and gold to solve all those problems, but what we can bring are words of comfort, words of hope, the hand of friendship, we can listen to people and we can speak words of encouragement and most of all we can introduce people to the living, loving, resurrected Jesus. The greatest and most simple free gift that we can offer. So we need to reach out to the hurting in our community. Secondly, we need to reach out as a team. It's interesting that Peter and John were engaged in this story together because they were two very different per people, two very different personalities. Peter is always portrayed as hands-on, hot-headed, impulsive. He was a doer, a working man, a fisherman with calloused hands and a deep passion for getting things done. John always seems to be much more of a hands-off kind of guy, a philosopher, a deep thinker, a writer, someone a bit more reserved. So they were very different types of people and we know from the Gospels that they often clashed. But God brought them together in his family and together they're able to work for the good of the kingdom of God. Peter and John, different as they were, complemented each other. And that's how we need to be as a church family, isn't it? We're all very different as people. We all have different gifts, different talents, 
But we need one another for the church to be something unique and diverse and life-changing. I am me. Brian is Brian. And when June Coburn comes to be our curate in a few short weeks' time, she'll be different again. But we need each other. And Dridlington and Gilderson needs all of us to work together effectively so that we can fulfil our mission as a church and make an impact to transform Dridlington and Gilderson with the love of God. So firstly, our mission is to reach those who are hurting. Secondly, we do this by working together. And then thirdly, we are called to reach out with God's strength and his power. In verse 6 of our reading, Peter says to the man, I don't have any money for you, but I'll give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ, stand up and walk. That's an important phrase, isn't it? In the name of Jesus Christ. Because Peter was no miracle worker. He was just an ordinary human being, just like you and me. And just like you and me, he was full of faults and failings. But he knew that God had the power to heal. An ordinary man who knew an extraordinary God. The same is true of us. We are ordinary people. We're not miracle workers. I can't heal anybody. But we do have a God who can. I'm an ordinary man, just like Peter, who knows an extraordinary God. A God who does have the power to heal transform and bring new life and it's in his power that we move forward as churches so then to summarize our mission is to bring healing to the hurting in our communities secondly to do that we need to come together and work together with all our strengths and weaknesses working in harmony and thirdly we can only do it if we recognize that we have no power within ourselves that it's God who has the power and the authority to change lives. We have little in and of ourselves to offer. We don't have an endless pot of resources, money or time. We're not miracle workers, but we do know a God who is limitless in his power and his willingness to transform lives and bring new life and hope to our community of Driglinton and Gilderson. Be still and So as we continue in prayer, the collect for the fifth Sunday in the season of Easter. Risen Christ, your wounds declare your love for the world and the wonder of your risen life. Give us compassion and courage to risk ourselves for those we serve. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. I'm going to draw our prayers to a close with the words of the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to use the uh, more modern version, but if you want to join in at home with the traditional version, that is absolutely fine. 
so as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our worship this morning and I pray that God will bless you in the week ahead. The situation with COVID-19 is changing as we go along. There's a possibility that we're going to see a little bit of an easing of the situation very gradually over the next few weeks and I'm sure that will be welcomed by us all. So may God be with you through this week and I look forward to seeing you all soon. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son Jesus Christ our Lord and the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Christ. Amen.